Happy after holidays. Hello, this is Drew here with my little sister, Ashley. I'm back. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's a pretty lackluster intro statement to kick us off, but I'm going to well, let I wanted slide. to say I'm back and then I forgot about it. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Well, um, you are back. Uh, how long has it been? Uh, three, three weeks. Oh, yeah. Feels like years. Yeah, probably years. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's been before Christmas. We had Killer Christmas, which was really fun. And then... Um, I died and came back. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it really happened. So you were killed for Christmas, but much like Jesus Christ, um, <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> you have risen and you're back. Um, but that's a pretty high standard to live up to. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, you're maybe just a lesser, a lower saint. Yeah. A lot, a lot lower. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. Um, we have been doing this nearly as long as um, a biblical, you know, figure because we're on episode 199. Oh my um, gosh! Did you know where I was going with that? No, I did not. <laughs> um, yeah, it would have been really cool. Um, I did the last two episodes with Jamie. We did like a look back at the year because we watch a lot of stuff together, and then we mm -hmm. did a pretty half-assed look ahead because it's really hard <laughs> to look ahead at the tv schedule things that mm -hmm. are good seem to just kind of come out of nowhere um so we did our best but i was hoping your first episode back would be 200 oh okay i'll see you later bye <laughs> <laughs> no, i was hoping our first like new thing of 2024 mm would have been 200 but you yeah, know it just you didn't work out you can't force it so um so we'll yeah. for 300. No, I don't think it's either. <laughs> and, and now it's, uh, yeah, we'll definitely time that out two years from now. But <laughs> it's now occurring to me that maybe we, because there's nothing great coming out next week, and we'll get to that um, later in the episode with coming soon, maybe we should do something special or different for episode 200. Because Ooh, yes. I don't think... I'm not super stoked about about the options. So okay, I like that yeah. idea a lot. Um, we can brainstorm on that for the next five days and Lots do something games. incredible. Yeah, games, <laughs> um, um, celebratory drinks, whatever. It's oh, perfect. Yeah. New release is a TV and sometimes <laughs> movie podcast where for the last 199 weeks we watch something new and then decide, then decide if we want more. Perfect timing. Got, got, got there under the wire. Actually, that's not what we've done for 199 episodes, but that's no. what we've done for the last um, 30 to 40-ish. Mm -hmm. um, and as we talked about last year, it's I'm really excited for this week's um, feature presentation because it's... Um, I'll just go ahead and say it now. It's like murder at the end of the world, but good. But um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just the I I just always want to have a show in rotation that I'm watching week to week to complement mm -hmm. binge watching, to complement movies, to complement um Welcome to Wrexham type. Um, you know, disc golf will be back any day now and I'll have my lunchtime viewing. But <laughs> I want like a you know, a narrative show that I get look forward that I have to look forward to, you know, every Sunday night or every whatever. And it was also the curse which I'll get to mm. um, mm -hmm. <laughs> for the last 10 weeks. But yeah, um, 
I don't know. I, what have you been watching um, outside of the constraints of podcasting? So I picked up a show that we actually watched months ago. And I was like, mm, I can't watch it because I can't afford to buy a Peacock. Uh-oh. But now I have Peacock. Uh-huh. And so I've been watching, care to guess? Twisted Metal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. It is surprisingly... It's very funny and weird. Yeah. And I like it. Exactly. Yeah. Sweet Tooth. Sweet Tooth is the best. A, goes a long way in, in terms of making the show fun. But that's... You just got to pick a tone, pick a lane, if you will, mm-hmm. with yeah. um, a show. And like uh, that one has, you know, clearly leaned into the comedic kind of silliness lane. But it's, it's like so it's, gory. Yeah. <laughs> so well, combined like, with which that. Which I love. Like, yeah. <laughs> campy violence, um, you know, ridiculous humor, sex, or like, you know, just kind of like um, gross, uh, gross out stuff like mm-hmm. uh, it's got all the good raunchiness that you should have for a silly video game adaptation about people with <laughs> modified vehicles and and mm-hmm. you know killer clowns and next well, it, year yeah go ahead I say and each episode's like 24 minutes so it's just yep. like whoo so fast cruises like, oh I'm already on like episode five or six or something I don't know I'm towards the end <laughs> oh, oh oh that was what I was gonna ask you that's where I didn't know if you were saying that as an example or you're actually on episode five or six. <laughs> oh, no, I am. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'll be really excited to talk to you after you finished it. Um, yeah. They have renewed it for season two. It's oh, interesting. one of the most, if not the most successful show on Peacock for whatever oh. that's worth. Oh, inter- okay. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch the um, the Chiefs football game? Um, I did. The Chiefs yeah. football game on Peacock. Oof. Is that why you have it? No, we have it because we have Fubo, and so we gave that to our friend, and she gave us Peacock. Oh, nice little swap. I mean, Fubo is very expensive, so she really yeah. got the better end of the deal. That's like YouTube TV or Hulu TV. Like, that's just a live TV substitute. Yeah, but it's all the sports all the time. So it's like 100 bucks a month or something crazy. Yeah, but you have like cable channels like that you probably don't watch, I think, with that. I don't think I do have cable. Oh, well, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's just <laughs> anyway, funny. I watched yeah. it. <laughs> So that's that's awesome. I mm-hmm. it wasn't just that you I mean it it basically you kind of liked the first episode but it just mm-hmm. didn't make the cut for you yeah. wanting to make the investment. So yeah. but I think and now I, that you've watched like more you're probably obviously you're more into the show than you would have would have been. And I really like Sweet Tooth. So the second episode I was like this is and it's like Will Arnett's voice who I love. Yep. And it's just like yeah, it's wonderful. So um, I'm excited to finish that and then yeah, we can chat about it. But I thought you'd be surprised to hear that I'm watching it. <laughs> I am very surprised to hear it. Have you been watching um any other movies or shows, just kind of highlights from mm-hmm. the last few weeks that you've been out? I've been finishing the Mindy project. Okay. Yep. Good. 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 Almost done with that. Comfort viewing. Um, Have you been back to the theater? No. Okay. But I want to see poor things. Yep. It's really good. Badly. Jamie and I saw that in in the theater. It's 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 a really good movie to see with the crowd, um, okay. just because it's like a weird comedy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, and uh, we saw saw Iron Claw in theaters. Oh, how was yeah. that? It was really good too. Um, yeah, different different vibe. Uh, with Bill, <laughs> yes, from yeah. Murder at the End of the World. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I texted you because mm-hmm. 
we were like, hmm, wouldn't it be interesting to see him in something? Something else. And then yeah. I was like, oh, one of the most high profile like movies <laughs> that I've been looking forward to. <laughs> was he was he good? Was he good? Oh, he's probably I mean, he's holding his Is own. Your favorite with, actor? <laughs> with, <laughs> with Zach Efron, who, you know, maybe doesn't uh, get regarded as like uh, one of the most classically gifted actors, but Jeremy Allen White of the Bear. Oh, and, he's the best. And then um Harrison. Uh, what is it? Harrison. Whatever I don't know. His last name yeah. is. Um, so anyway, he is with some heavyweights and nice. he is. I, I don't know if it's a competition. It is in the family <laughs> and they yeah. rank their sons, but <laughs> he might be the best performer of, okay. of that group. And well, yeah. I, well, yeah, because I was going to say that. I was going to say that Zach friends have been in some like more serious roles, like the paper boy, which is yep. really good. Um. It's just everyone knows him for like the more like funny and high school musical kind of stuff, but he's a really good actor. Yeah, he's really good. Um, his appearance, like his physique, like it does some frequently in Baywatch and other stuff, almost <laughs> overshadows the, yeah, it's the abs- performance. He, it looks like he's wearing like a muscle suit. <laughs> yeah, he's like inflated, and then he also has the the whatever they did to their chins to look more like oh. a family. Like his face is is um is very square. And oh, um, the haircuts are ab- absurd. It's almost, it's not that dissimilar to uh, uh, Bill's haircut in Murder at the oh, End of the World. He already had like a, a mullet. Mullet thing. Yeah. <laughs> but they're, oh, I see. Yeah. The it's, bangs all, are, the, it's the bangs. Yeah. The family looks ridiculous. And Zach Efron's kind of the most over the top looking one. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it takes a little while to just focus on the movie and not be distracted by his appearance <laughs> in my opinion <laughs> um so yeah i recommend those movies um when you when you venture back out to the yeah. cinema and um any other highlights from your time mm. out we burned a lot of fires yep pretty cold huh? farm what oh yeah not, when you were in no texas. in texas not that yeah. cold yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but it was uh the baby's first hayride which was cool not that he would remember it or know what was happening, but it was sweet for us. And yeah, it feels good to did be you, back in this house, though. Back did home. you pull him on a tractor or like just a non-motorized wagon? Yeah, on a tractor with hay bales. Nice. I mean, Isaac was holding him, obviously. Yeah. Husband and <laughs> slash friend of the podcast. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, River wasn't driving? No, not yet. Not yet. Give him until he's like three. Yep. <laughs> We had a um a really nice meal in Austin. I went for a work trip oh, yeah. and uh this like home style dinner that we had where they everything's family style, but our waiter who was really cool um was named River. Oh, so, sweet. Just girl oh girl uh, guy. You said waiter. Okay, yep. <clears throat> cool. Yeah, I haven't met any rivers, so it's gonna be the buyer Meindhoff phenomenon where you know now if you mm-hmm. rivers are going to be coming out of the woodwork, woodwork sub- out of the woods sub- yeah out of the woods. <laughs> um, but yeah well that's that's exciting um yeah we've had crazy winter weather here as soon as i got back from austin trees are falling on people's oh. houses yeah. um but everyone is okay um as they can be <laughs> uh. so maybe we'll go more into that in a future episode but i guess for now um speaking of um catastrophic events <laughs> another oh, tactical no. segue 
Um, the, the curse. <laughs> the curse. Finally wrapped up. It's ten episode run. Um, mercifully for you, so you don't have to. You know, you had to basically quit the podcast to avoid yeah. <laughs> hearing about it every week. But here, uh-huh. here we go. Um, Just for the finale. Perfect timing. Yeah, I loved the finale. I lost a tiny bit of steam for you know some portion of the back half of the episodes. Like I liked each one, but it wasn't. Um wasn't the type of show that a ton was happening or I really needed to watch it the second it it was available but Mm -hmm. I thought the finale was incredible I I played this game with with Jamie after I watched it where I gave her um I said I'd give her a million dollars if she could guess what happened in three guesses (laughs) and but I could probably yeah I'm still I'm, I'm still a millionaire (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Oof, you're um, one million. I'll, I'll offer you the same, and you don't have to take three guesses. But do you want to venture any guesses? And I'll just—I'll give you a hint. Um, okay. We did get an answer to whether or not. He was well, cursed. I, I shouldn't. That's not even accurate. Um, <laughs> something that could be really something that could be explained by a curse. Um, something otherworldly happens oh oh so that's a pretty big guess actually or a pretty big hint yeah but i don't know i've only watched the first episode and i don't really remember the rest jamie hasn't watched any (laughs) okay perfect okay Um, (laughs) i mean i'm not gonna guess i'm gonna say something like emma stone is an alien and she's actually trying to help humankind that's a good guess um wrong (laughs) yeah totally wrong i mean it's just one of those things where you hope that a show that has this much buildup, like basically every episode is just like slow pulsing music and tension and starting from that first like car ride home, mm. thinking that they were going to crash. Like the whole series is a slow motion car crash, but it might not have, <laughs> but there might not have actually been a crash, you know, I mean, until, mm. <laughs> until there was, um, Oh, okay. So, <laughs> spoilers for the final episode of um, The Curse. Nathan Fielder floats into space <laughs> and turns into maybe like a space baby, 2001 Odyssey style, while as their kid in, um, in the operating room. Um, <laughs> oh, she's pregnant? <laughs> yeah. It, I, I, I could have drawn that out a little bit more for, no, for, it's okay. for dramatic effect, <laughs> but he wakes up, he's stuck on the ceiling. Like, you know, their passive home has this yeah. weird, like pressurized system. So maybe that they had to install AC <laughs> surreptitiously in the baby's room, which, you know, because it gets too hot in their stupid passive home to, yeah. to you know, be safe for their kid. So anyway, there's maybe some question <laughs> that they've created like an airlock <laughs> and they oh. need to vent the house, but he's, it's only affecting him. And so when he eventually floats outside and floats up into a tree and the fire department comes and cuts him down like a, you know, a cat, um, he, they just assume he's having a psychotic breakdown and instead, you know, the tree falls to the ground and he just floats floats up up. and up and up and up until the (laughs) atmosphere and kind of curls up in a fetal position. There's some imagery that evokes, 2001 which oh, ends kind of on like this this um future space baby sequence and she's just like in the hospital um 
has to deliver by C-section. It's a pretty dicey um, birth. And, you know, basically happy ending for her. And he is out of the picture. I heard one theory. Is she a good person? No, not at all. The more you watch the show, the more she's just a super entitled um, Mm. kind of um, Nepo baby. Yeah, for sure. Who thinks she's doing like a nice version of what her parents got rich on. Um, Mm. And maybe she's not as bad as her parents. But But that's not saying much um, because all of her niceness seems performative. And then when Nathan Fielder starts to kind of like do nice things, she's just like makes fun of him because he's like faking it. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. So they have a horrible relationship that just keeps getting weirder and worser as as it goes. And eventually he Hmm. his curse is lifted, literally. Which I read in some kind of stoner um, oh uh, theory article um, that the way to lift the curse was to lift him out of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> but I wish he had turned into a chicken as he was lifting out. Yeah, I, I mean, might as well just go for it if you're going to do that. I mean, they 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 definitely the way it was executed, like it was the perfect amount of surreal and and ridiculousness, but still something that is you could never really guess <laughs> yeah yeah that's um, crazy okay yeah did you are you glad it ended that way or do you have like do you care is it gonna have a season two or is it a mini series i, don't I really think care. that's it um yeah originally i was under the impression that they might want to do more but i think that's with that ending I think that's where they're gonna end <laughs> it um and i don't need any more i really would be excited to see what he works on next i mean this was a hybrid version of it was a completely scripted show but they're doing mm-hmm. i mean a, a, yeah a completely scripted show but they're doing an unscripted like meta show within that so mm-hmm. that was another step for uh in his creative career of moving toward away from just doing like fake reality shows to oh. fake shows about fake reality shows to now maybe he could just do like a drama yeah <laughs> an absurd you know dramedy and i would be really excited to see that um benny safty who plays dougie who co-created mm-hmm. it and wrote every episode with with fielder and uh, they directed most of them um i'll you know obviously be curious if they partner up for more emma stone between this and poor things was just doing a you know having a great uh, run dramatic run yeah. for the last couple months of playing unusual characters, um, villains, a clear just a straight up villain in this, and a much more complicated um, hero in Four Things. Didn't uh, she win a Grammy or not Grammy, an Emmy? Wait, not an Emmy. What's the whatever? Did she win well, an Oscar? Been, she's won Golden, <laughs> there's been Golden Globes Golden and Globes, Emmy so far, sure. and she'll be nominated for um, an Oscar as, as well. Okay, um, so yeah, she's getting a lot of. Emmys are for TV, Golden Globes are for TV oh, and right. movies, and Oscars are just for movies. So, so. she won a Golden Globe. Got yeah. it. But she cool. also might have... I don't know if this would have been in time for her to win an Emmy. Um, but she, mm-hmm. I bet they will be nominated for stuff, for sure. Um, so yeah. The Curse was a journey, and <laughs> I enjoyed almost all of it. So <laughs> I think I started it in Denver, too, which was a nice little mm-hmm. you know, marker. And almost finished it while I was in Austin. Just 
as like to complete the circle on my laptop, but I'm glad I watched it at home because it was uh, such a cinematic uh, experience in the end. And you needed a projector for it, for sure. Yeah, I'm glad I was more immersed in it because of just the insanity of what was happening. <laughs> All right, well, um, that's previously on new release. We'll be able to follow up on Twisted Metal, and soon we'll find out if we're going to follow up on the feature presentation, which is? It is True Detective. Um, it's their fourth season. It's with Jodie Foster as the main character, and it takes place in Alaska during their 30 Days of Night, which is awesome, which is a really cool setting. Um, and basically, there's a research institute with like eight researcher researchers, and they just go missing, and they can't find them. Or can they? True Detective Night Country. Here's a Night little Country. teaser. I'm just going to do this one thing work together to close Miss Case. And that's it for the two of us. Yes, it is. You don't really think we're gonna find them, do you? Either they wanna believe some miracles. We ain't got shit. We don't have anything. Sure you're up for this? This third day of dark and it's already getting weird. This is Ennis. Some questions just don't have answers. The night country. It takes us one by one. It's crazy the shit we survive. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, as you said, this is season four of True Detective, but in the sense of a continuous story or even like the original creator, this is completely its own thing. Um, uh, Issa. Let's see. Issa Laura Lopez Lozano. Okay, that's a long name. Issa Lopez um, <laughs> directed this, and she's like a Mexican producer, writer, and and film director, according to her bio. Like none of the credits are like really jumping out at me of things I know. Uh -huh. So this is kind huh. of a big, um, a big break and a big opportunity for her to take like an existing, anticipated um, show and name and put her own spin on it. Uh, you mentioned some of the the actors that are involved. It's really cool to see Jodie Foster in a lead mm -hmm. role like this. Um, she's incredible. But the setting, I mean, I like know. you said, the, re the, <laughs> the 30 days of night setting is, is, is great. Um, mm -hmm. We're only three days in <laughs> as hard in the <laughs> teaser before things start getting really fucked up. And yeah. I don't know if you noticed the movie The Thing on the bookshelf. Um, when I didn't. Yeah. Oh, so, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. They kind of they kind of dispense with the research facility. I mean, they they visit mm -hmm. it, but like basically, this takes place after everyone at the research facility um, dies, disappears. So or they disappears. disappear. They disappear. <laughs> yes, and then um, so we're not hanging out at the research facility with the all-male um, group of scientists like the thing, but we are hanging out in Alaska. We might have some interesting wildlife. We have some interesting <laughs> um, ambiance in the form of it's uh, Christmas. So we're in perpetual yeah. Christmas season. Yep, <laughs> can't get away here. from it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm so excited to hear. Well, it doesn't matter if you know the story for any of the, any of the other true detectives, no. but do you? Um, so I actually just started watching the first season because yeah. Isaac 
has never seen it and he loves Matthew McConaughey. And so I was like, we should watch True Detective. And so now I'm rewatching the first season, which I've already seen before. And I've seen the second. I did not watch the third. Cool. Um, yeah. The first season's awesome. So that's really going to be fun for y'all to watch. It's going to be trippy just in the sense of like, you're watching two seasons of the same show at the same time, potentially. I know. <laughs> but they have nothing story-wise. Um, it's like two different shows. Other. So it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, well, that's really cool. Uh, what did, I mean, yeah. what stood out to you about this first episode? Um, I like me a good mystery, a good murder mystery. So, yep. I, and it's actually a really good story so far. <laughs> Unlike Murder at the End of the World, which we talked about earlier. Um, I'm already like really interested in it. And I like the whole potentially like maybe ghosts, maybe mm-hmm. some like weird alien. creatures, like alien, like who knows what's going to happen. Um, cause true detective, the other ones, if I remember correctly, were just like a murderer. There was nothing like crazy. Was there anything like magical about or any well, type of, I just don't remember. So I know not to spoil the season that you're about to rewatch, but <laughs> I think the show just became such a sensation and people mm. were treating it like, um, lost where they were just going mm. full on into uh, analysis and fan theory mode and people were, um sub- ascribing a lot more uh, spirituality or mm. kind of like supernatural um uh, stuff to the show it was there but like yeah but it wasn't like as this one's like going for it I feel yeah like, and people more. were disappointed to some degree with the mm. way that true detective season one wrapped up in a more you know grounded way with like just kind of it's basically yeah the hunting down a serial killer like the zodiac killer or something Mm -hmm. whereas this um we find out by the end of the first episode we find out by the beginning of the first episode that someone's kind of like acting like possessed or having or seizing or something yeah and then the way that we find um did uh, i mean do we want to jump to the ending yeah that's fine i mean so how many people do we see in the ice, like with their mouths agape? Like I'd you say know? there's like three or four, but there's eight total that are missing. Okay, so that isn't all of them. Mm-mm. No, I mean, they didn't show all of them. They made like the next episode zoom out and you'll see more, but sure. there's only like half of them. But just the Obviously, the way they find them, the way their expressions are, they saw something. The, there's a there's a figure, Jeffrey, um, that sort of is a, that is a ghost um, or he's dead and he leaves. Travis? Is it Travis? I thought it was Travis. I just watched it this morning, but don't quote me. <laughs> so the, the 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 like badass woman that's um skinning a wolf yeah, or whatever. Uh huh. Um. So we're talking about the same person, the person who yeah, leads her the ghost. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Travis slash Jeffrey um, <laughs> leads her to the group of scientists that are frozen into the ice. At least the ones that we've seen so far. Um. Mm-hmm. There's the polar bear. Which isn't really supernatural, but it is with one eye. eye. Yeah, <laughs> but so was her stuffed animal she saw. Uh, who saw? Jodie Foster on the floor when she woke up from like that dream. Okay, it was like burnt okay. on one side and was also missing an eye. So there's interesting. And there's a polar bear photo that she was looking at. Yeah, when she was doing her research. So I didn't read I'm basically any um, a detective. <laughs> yeah, good job. Um, I didn't read any analysis or any info about this Mm-mm. yet because I'm sure people are picking apart the details, uh, but I wanted to talk about it first. Uh, So that's, that's great insight. Just right, right there. It's definitely the, the show that I assume will reward 
either really close watching or multiple viewings uh, mm-hmm. to kind of add form your own theories. But I mean, I'm just all in based on <laughs> the ambiance. The performances are so good. It's yeah. It doesn't have the clunkiness of like uh, murder no. at the end of the world was. It's had... not trying to. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Oh, I was saying it's not trying to be like it's a detective show, so it's not trying to be like oh super high tech and super like I don't know. It's just it's well paced. It's great acting. Doesn't seem forced. Yeah, I'm also all in. Not to spoil it. <laughs> and they're like in a low tech setting universe or setting i mean they're at the end of they're at the other end of the world in in some senses and <laughs> they don't have sunlight it's just kind of this super built-in eeriness you don't need to mm-hmm. the problem with um like forward thinking shows or sci-fi uh stories is you have to it can be if you're trying to root it in like real present day you know tech it's immediately mm-hmm. dated i mean there's no amount of yeah. <laughs> turnaround time in a production that can be smart about its commentary on ai i mean mm-hmm. there are movies like ex machina and stuff that like hold up because of their simplicity in the way they yeah. they portray the story but if you're trying to um Build a whole town Reach about like it. robots. Yeah, yeah. It just it just like immediately feels um like yesterday's news. Whereas right. this just is basically out of time and place. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter when it could be set decades earlier and it wouldn't really change anything about the detective's approach. Like they're very Yeah, you know, it's just like an old school way of doing business. And speaking of decades, sure. So the eight researchers are potentially maybe linked to a woman that's disappeared like 10 years ago and was like brutally murdered, stabbed 35 times with some star-shaped object they never found. Her tongue was cut out and they found the tongue at the Research Institute. That could be hers, which is wild because it's 10 years later. So, Yeah, so is that... I'm um, interested. So there's Liz Dan- Danvers is Jodie Foster's character, kind of the <laughs> trooper that is the hard, hard-ass trooper that was... Evangeline taken off oh, that sorry. yeah is is evangeline navarro i'm just looking at the name so we, we yeah have she here. was um a pro boxer i believe in real life we, yeah oh wow she, nice. I, I looked it up before because i was just like and because i looked Callie, at her Callie like reese yeah she's an american professional boxer she's a former world champion in two weight classes hell yeah <laughs> she could really beat the shit out of you <laughs> yeah and she's your age so <laughs> <laughs> damn i've accomplished nothing <laughs> <laughs> well, we had a kid yeah i had a kid that's true she probably has a whole family you know yeah. it's fine <laughs> um that's 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 interesting so it probably doesn't have many acting credits uh no, no. so she's an actress but like she doesn't have a lot it's mainly was mainly um professional athleticism which is really cool she um, they're they're like already starting to butt heads. That was in the, the teaser that we listened to as as well. Her and Jodie Foster's character. Like Jodie Foster's clearly sympathetic to, you know, well, it clearly is in the profession to have, to help people to some to some degree, but she's playing more like the calculating emotionless type of detective. Mm-hmm. And this um and Navarro is running really hot 
all the time. <laughs> yeah. And and is on a mission to basically um avenge uh women that have been mistreated. Um mm-hmm. and so. she was the first on the scene to see that woman that I talked about. So she's very con- like tied to that case and she won't let it go. Yeah, and it's Which not even now it's coming back, so <laughs> I, I thought they maybe implied that like she was doing it for really, you know, simplistic personal reasons or they were mm-hmm. in a relationship or something but it just yeah. seems like she's just she gets so invested in every case and that was one that she couldn't close and yeah. who knows if there's been others or not but um i was the way that that's layered obviously it's it's probably wouldn't make for good writing if it wasn't connected at all to the <laughs> to the new one but i was yeah. a little <laughs> i'm not sure i kept up with all the the details that they that are that are dispensed in the first episode. I mean, I knew mm-hmm. that there was some connect like the coat that they make a big deal out of. Oh, yeah, that's like, cool. Yeah. So the woman who um, was stabbed was wearing a coat and Jodie Foster found another. Who did she see wearing the coat? Like there's just things like that. I'm not sure I really totally. Understand. Oh, it's just one of the researchers at the place. Oh, but it died. was somebody in the present day. I mean, in yeah. the research. OK. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so, so he was wearing it and he was wearing like a patch overneath over where the cut was. So like yeah. that was her jacket. Yeah, and like it doesn't have to be the same jacket, but it's a pretty big coincidence that he put a smiley face. Um, and patch. it's like a female color. I mean, yeah. whatever, but it's just like mm, it's not like a black jacket. It's pretty like distinct. Um have so. those scientists been there for a long time? Because the well, facility's been they, operating for a long time. Yeah, and they said that they're there year round. I thought when they were like Saying because they went to like the look at the tubes and they're like, what are they looking for in the ice? And the guy's like, oh, a st- uh, start to humanity or I don't know what he said, something, something flippant. And um, yeah, they've been there for over. I know they've been there for a year. Like they've been there year round, but I don't know how many years. And you would only you would think that they have the option or opportunity to take breaks or <laughs> be swapped out yeah. with other ones because it's pretty isolating. Um, mm-hmm. And what we're going to find out is whether, yeah, it was as simple as just kind of like um, human evil or some greater mystical force controlling them. or And then, of course, ultimately, well, what we know is they've all disappeared. So they yeah, and they all hear the same voice like Jodie voice? Foster. She's awake. It's that happens like four times in the episode. Hmm. Like Jodie Foster hears it when the the kid like touches her shoulder and she gets out of bed, like alerting her. And then so does the other cop, the female that they butt heads with. And then so does the researcher before he starts convulsing. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes yeah that, that rings. So a bell. like, there's some type of weird supernatural thing happening. Yeah, that's connecting them. This is this actually does um, complement the season one of True Detective. The dynamic between Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey, one is very philosophical, the other one is very logical. And yep. or miss, you know, you could in this case, like Jodie Foster is purely logic driven and yeah. she even makes fun of Navarro. Like th- this is set in a place with a lot of native Alaskan, mm-hmm. you know, Americans, and they have different customs and beliefs than <laughs> than the white people that, that mm-hmm. are there. So this kind of difference of um, viewing the world, you know, like spiritual level is, is at 
odds between uh, Jodie Foster and, and Navarro as well. Yep. So that's that's yeah, it's that's sort of a good through line. It's it's like a a different mm -hmm. version of the buddy cop dynamic for whatever reason. <laughs> These two people that are forced to work together that have clashing viewpoints on the case and on life, and they either find common ground or drive each other crazy <laughs> in mm -hmm. the in the process. <laughs> um, what are you looking forward to uncovering? I mean. Mm. Like, yeah, where do you want the show to go? Great question. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, obviously I want, there's gonna be like a lot of, I feel like there's gonna be like a lot of like hidden town secrets. So I want like more stuff to come up through like all the, like getting to know all the different characters in the town. A little like bit the like Twin was, Peaks. I mean, yeah. I know that you watch that, but it's like the longer you spend time in this quirky, um, unusual setting, you mm -hmm. get to take like, uh, um, tangents into uh, other townsfolk's lives. Yeah, like the the woman skinning the wolf or mm -hmm. whatever. She's. I want to see more of her. <laughs> She's really cool. But yeah, I just think I just want to like get to know the characters more that are not just the main characters and yeah. kind of see what's going on. But I'm curious to see how they'll link it and like they're making it <clears throat> making it seem like maybe all these eight researchers like researched the woman and like killed her because she was like wouldn't shut up about something. Mm, interesting yeah i haven't even gone uh, in any like directions of of motive or thought about that oh, that's too that, obvious that far ahead yeah yeah, yeah. like I you could have gotten that jacket at a thrift store exactly like who, who knows i yeah. mean there's obviously going to be some red herrings and there's yeah. if it's an artfully done mystery mm -hmm. the, the thing that makes that made season one a little unsatisfying is because like people we're thinking really outside the box with their theories. And it was very, yeah. <laughs> and then it was a straightforward kind of, you know, um, human-based motive. In this case, mm -hmm. it's really hard to anticipate and predict in, a, in an exciting way if the motives are otherworldly. Yeah. Or just the, the driving force is influencing humans in a way that we as humans wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't think of um but humans wrote it maybe, the, maybe they'll all float into space like nathan fielder exactly yeah <laughs> if they aren't like um pinned to the ice or you know frozen into the ice they <laughs> would yeah they would float away <laughs> how did you like um jeffrey slash travis's interpretive dance I thought it was great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was expecting it to be a little like more like something scary or like intense to happening or like more lights or maybe the Northern Lights again, you know? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> to tie it to that. all the other <laughs> movies. Yeah. Um, but it was just like a quirky, like basic little dance. And you're like, okay, I'm in it. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. And, and then he like, he did, did that to just kind of get her attention and then pointed her. Yeah, in the I know. And he was like, uh, point. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. um, okay. You think like maybe his body would like levitate and then turn into the arrow and like go towards the thing and she would just go after it or something yeah. instead of him just pointing. But I like that. It was just kind of lazy. <laughs> I, it, totally. And I, I also just liked, you're right. She's probably one of the most compelling non-central characters that we uh, or mm -hmm. like, you know, second tier characters that we've met so far because her reaction to this whole, you know, supernatural yeah. encounter, like this is her husband, right? Or her was her husband? I think so. Yeah. Um, she's just like, hey, what are you doing out there? And then um, 
like bundles up appropriately and follows him like he's also wearing you know not nearly enough clothes to, to, <laughs> flannel <laughs> yeah to survive out in the elements and she just kind of like has a really um matter of fact i've seen it all kind of you know mm-hmm. i'm too old for this shit <laughs> yeah yeah uh but there she's also the one that took in the woman at the um at the factory or whatever they got assaulted by a boyfriend right was that mm-hmm. yeah so she's just oh, wait was that her maybe not i don't think it was okay maybe not because um, i don't remember because her hair is all like cool and crazy and i don't i'm pretty sure okay. it wasn't her yeah but if she hit him with a metal bucket that'd be sweet too <laughs> yeah i could i could definitely see her doing that but also she's the lone a lone wolf to some extent and yeah. is content or self-sufficient you know, maybe her husband passed away and now she's just hunting wolves and skinning them and, and maintaining yeah. her beautiful um, cabin. So um, I do have a question about a character because I'm not quite sure. So is the guy that. OK, so Jodie Foster has a son. Is the other guy that's a cop there her ex-husband? No, I don't know who that guy is. Here's the so John Hawks plays the other like head um like Jodie Foster is in charge of the operation lead detective or whatever and then John mm-hmm. Hawks is like second in command and his son um is his son Pete Oh uh, I thought name? it was her that's her son No that's his son she was like your dad wasn't the sandwich making type was he and <laughs> unless she... Oh I thought she was I thought she was talking shit about him right in front of him I, I don't think so because what happened is she came to town like he was not fit for you know being the sheriff and so she comes to town she's a bit of an outsider um, mm-hmm. I don't know how long she's been there but so she works with him gives him a lot of shit because he's a pretty flawed officer but you know yeah. probably hard to recruit um, <laughs> the best <laughs> of the best to this to mm-hmm. Ennis and his son um, is following in his dad's footsteps, but he's like the pure hearted, you know, yeah, uh, you're oh. still still doing the job for the right reasons. John Hawks kind of maybe abuses his power. He's, um, you know, um, bringing Im- importing some kind of um, wife or something. And mm-hmm. so he's and also kind of like is a very suspiciously protective over the files and, and, and yeah. information that Jody Foster wants, his son has to sneak it out of the house. Mm-hmm. And so there's reason to maybe believe he is connected to Involved. this disappearance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Involved but, in the murder 10 years ago. Yeah. But, but, um, but no, I mean, I, I, I don't think they, that's, that's, that's the cops or John Hawks, son. And she just came from another town. Now, What's confusing yeah. is she also has a, a daughter figure, but she's not her mom. Right. Because there's a car accident and the dad died and he took she took her in. And did they live there or she brought her with her? I think that I'm just going to guess that they lived there and she was dating her dad or something. And okay. then there's some drunk driving accident. That's why she was so tough on that woman. Because the that past. could even be what brought Jodie Foster there is mm. she needed to you know take care of this this girl um, yeah. who's now six well she's she's the, 
the woman, the girl that Jodie Foster is kind of like a foster parent to, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. is made a sex tape with a sixteen-year-old girl. I don't so, but yep. I don't know how old she <laughs> is. um and yes there's like an allusion to a a drunk driving crash jody foster has no no time for this local drunk woman um who (laughs) crashes into a pole because maybe that's how um this partner dies yeah her partner or this girl's dad or whatever someone some Mm -hmm. tragedy happened um drunk driving related yeah so yeah, I mean that's a lot of um, <laughs> we, no, we got so much information, but in such a naturalistic way in mm-hmm. the first episode. I mean, there's like a crazy potentially um, alien or or spiritual event happening with this mm-hmm. research facility, which is wrapped up in like the first five minutes of the episode, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like we we spend like a couple minutes with them. Someone's making a ham sandwich. It looks like the guy behind him's jerking off, but he's seizing. Um, yeah, I thought so too. I was like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doing like a prank. Because the guy's yeah. like having a nice FaceTime with his um, partner or someone. And there's yeah. a guy like shaking behind him. And it, that was fear. I, it seemed more like a like a disease like a zombie apocalypse mm-hmm. or something like that but i don't i don't think that's what it's going to be but that's kind of the vibe it had at first yeah and they i mean when they found them at the end or half of them at the end with like their expressions of being terrified and their hands all like crinkled up and like fucked up and their mouths wide open like were their tongues missing one tongue was look. found on the floor and yeah but that wasn't their tongue no no exactly i i don't know uh-huh. Who's uh, if they had their tongues in, intact or not? Because um, if it's the ghost of that girl, I would remove all their tongues if I was her. I think Payback. I assume with the tongue where the tongue came from is it was one of their t- someone bit their tongue off in fear. Mm. That would just be my guess. Um, but no, you're right. They said the tongue had the the rope marks on it, the fishing line. Yeah, the yeah. So interesting. Yeah, I mean, we got a tongue. Um, piece of evidence and bodies a bear <laughs> yeah so many so many different things it will be a challenge for the show to juggle all that but based on the first episode i'm pretty <laughs> i feel like we're in good yeah. hands yeah me too i like the yeah. characters i'm excited i like true detective so cool well um we can skip movie or show because i don't really know where we would go with that discussion yeah but um we can jump right into do we want more yeah <laughs> i was hoping you would say that <laughs> sure do what if i was just like no i don't yeah. <laughs> i was just kidding <laughs> great time but um can't watch just... two, two detectives at the same time so yeah. i'm out <laughs> it'll be curious to see if this somehow surpasses the the first season but I don't know, the first season was so good it is yeah those two performers are are so good and they get to be kind of like more entertaining than i imagine mm-hmm. this is going to go for in tone but yeah. we'll see uh so yeah definitely a big fat yes for me um i'm hoping that i don't know how many episodes are in the season but this will give us like a through line like we had with murder at the end of the world we'll be watching we'll be dipping our toes into new shows each week but we'll always be able to come back to um our shared viewing of of night country uh, on a weekly basis as well so right now this is my this is 
the sole occupant of my weekly, you know, look forward to it show. But we'll see if it has any competition. And it's every Sunday, right? I didn't watch it in a timely fashion. So Sundays on this is like the last vestige of traditional, um, you know, event TV. Uh, it was mm-hmm. it was Sopranos and Game of Thrones and oh, HBO yeah. Sunday nights have been like the the prime time you know TV uh, spot for for twenty years, <laughs> uh, <laughs> twenty five years according to the Sopranos um, commercial that we saw. Uh, it's like the anniversary commercial. So so yeah, yeah, this is Sunday nights on Max, which is HBO, and. Um, we'll get a new episode every week until it's done. Sweet. Yeah, I can't wait. And the first season premiered uh, in January of 2014. So it's been 10 years, which is yeah, crazy. Um, do you, I, I think we're going to skip coming soon. So let's do yeah. gift shop. Okay. So each week when we watch a show or movie, we take something from it and we sell it in our gift shop. Um, right now, because we did some Christmas movies, we have, um ashley derek drew elf on the shelves mm. um they're now at a discount rate because we're past christmas but we're still selling them <laughs> yeah box them up until we next year into, we can put them in different outfits like there could be a valentine's day outfit um you know whatever yeah um, limited edition is good yeah, there needs to be some scarcity yeah and there's some podcast deep fakes which i fell for one the other day i am not ashamed to admit what happened what, what? I thought it was so dumb. It was also four in the morning and I was like delirious baby yeah. stuff. <laughs> so I saw like, a, I don't even know who it was. It wasn't Emma Stone. It was someone, Selena Gomez, maybe advertising like this, like cooking, cookware. But it was like her voice, but it wasn't any of her, like it wasn't matching to her mouth. And I was just like, oh, she said there's extra shit. So I bought something for $10, which I then canceled my card. And I was like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh my God. So uh-huh. <laughs> it tricked you and it worked, but... They weren't trying to make her say like something controversial. They were just using no, her. No, they were using her to like, sell product, a real product that I desperately want for discount, but mm-hmm. it's fake. And it was so, only $10. So yeah. I spent $10 on nothing, but I had to cancel it and get a new card because I was, you know, nervous. Jesus. Yeah. Well, that, <laughs> yeah, that was stupid. So don't fall that, for that. <laughs> there's that kind of deep fake that's going to, I mean, there's ones that are just going to be putting, you know, famous people in really, inappropriate or um dangerous positions or having them having political figures say <laughs> you know mm-hmm. uh, things yeah. that could cause international con- cause conflict um there's gonna be some yeah. uh, scary shit associated with it and people already distrust the media for some valid reasons mm-hmm. and some unfair reasons and now it's just gonna be one more yeah. thing that makes us question everything we see in here yeah, I saw this. Did you see the crazy commercial with like someone was like uploading photos of their kid to show people or whatever? And then they made the kid into adult and they changed their voice to make it sound like it. And there's like went this whole crazy route. And so long story short, which I was really doing anyway, but I don't post stuff of River. Yeah. I only did like one photo and like that's all the Internet's going to get because terrifying. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is terrifying. And then, of course, there's the version where just a normal person could be like this has happened to you in, in, in an old school way where, you know, um, people call relatives and oh, say yeah. that something's happened, but they could actually mimic your voice. My voice. Mm-hmm. Especially with that's... our podcast. Oh no, we have to cancel. 
<laughs> well, they have these all the real... audio. They have all the audio they could ever need. Yeah, these aren't our real voices. No, it's just everyone's gonna. I mean, the the only way to combat it is to be on. You know, be really aware of scams and yeah. also just check with the. You know, check with the source as quickly as you can. If it's a, if it's a personal, you know, message, right. but. Yeah, you're right. We have um, given them plenty of fodder for. Um, I mean, the good well, the the reason that that's good though is that we can use it to just create. If we want to get this to 500 episodes, we're gonna have to deep fake oh, ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Would that be funny? Like, <laughs> tell me my opinion on this, and it's just yeah. like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it should know by now. I mean, I have been using ChatGPT for a lot of things, and we have the Dolly one, so we've been making a lot of art. So there you, go. you know. Yeah. Um, anyway, what are we going to take from the show and make it and sell it in the gift shop? Probably your tongue. That's what I was thinking. Maybe yeah. like an edible tongue or like tongue earrings or like. Oh, what about <laughs> tongue, tongue um, pin, pin cushion for needles? Oh, I think you say tongue pinball, like when you hit the the bumpers oh, or you hit uh... the things. So there's tongues <laughs> for for the paddles. Um... And sometimes they salivate, it's like it's stuck. No, uh, I want a pin cushion. Okay. Or a strap, yeah, a pen cushion. Cause it's kind of like a a take on um, where are those doll the dolls with the curses. Yeah, that's um, a tongue. Those are what are those called? Um, I don't know. Voodoo dolls. Yeah, thank you. I was like mm. <laughs> something obvious. Um, yeah, something very obvious. Cool. Uh, like I said, um, the only things that I saw for next week, um or one movie documentary on Netflix, American Nightmare, which is a true crime thing. Um, and then Society of the Snow, which is this kind of interesting um, fictional mo- or narrative movie about a real event of a rugby team that was stranded after their plane went down. Mm-hmm. Yellow jackets, but for men. Um, yeah. I think I've listened to a podcast on this. It. I think there's already been... Either a movie or um, yeah, multiple like a documentary. I think other things telling the story. Well, there was a soccer or well, that's Yellow Jackets. They're a soccer team, right? But there was yep. an actual soccer team that, right? Probably like, got stranded and like <laughs> ate each other. I thought. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what's well, we're gonna we're gonna um, huddle offline and off the mic and figure out something fun we can pick one of our favorite movies or pick um you know the first episode of girls which i want to rewatch on hbo <laughs> um, <laughs> i don't know i don't know what we should do but think about it ashley and then um text me okay yeah that sounds good to me um yeah we'll do some type of fun 200th episode oh <laughs> had to get our our background music playing oh yeah before we sign off you can try to guess the keywords that appear in our new winter theme music okay snow already given you one arctic winter <laughs> music winter. somber um doesn't that have like a harpsichord <laughs> i don't know it, it doesn't it organ it doesn't What's really it? have that many keywords so i kind of set you up for failure oh so it's just like winter music snowfall yeah, um, two hours of winter synth and dark ambient dash dungeon synth playlist. Oh, yeah, I was going to guess dungeon synth. My bad. <laughs> Brought to you by the dungeon synth 
channel on YouTube. So the Dungeons oh. and Archives on YouTube. We give them credit. Um, Perfect. This is fun. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I could listen to this and do some work. Yeah. All right. Well, um, if you want to figure out what we're going to do for the biggest episode of new release of all time, episode number 200, and then Woo. hear about um, updates on True Detective and Twisted Metal and all the new shows of 2024, then subscribe by searching new release on Spotify or Apple or any other podcast platform. Ashley? That's a mystery. 